General Baptist Ministries has been called by God to exist for the church. We aren't here so General Baptists can help us do ministry. We're here to help the church do ministry and to fulfill its commission by God to make disciples of all nations and preach the good news to every man, woman, boy, and girl. We partner with churches because we believe that we can do more together than any one person or church can do alone. I'm Danny Donovan, president of General Baptist Ministries, and I'm going to welcome you to this episode of Doing Together. Doing Together is about sharing the ways that General Baptists partner together so that your church can fulfill its calling. I want to welcome you to the second season of the podcast. We're excited to share some interesting conversations with you on this season. In episode one, we're going to be talking about a major shift that is taking place in the way General Baptist Ministries engages with our churches. At the summit in July, the General Association voted to finalize the restructure that we've been working on over the last few years. In my opinion, the most exciting aspect of the restructure is the intentional focus on regional ministry. I'm most excited about it because it has the potential to allow us to be more and to do more for our churches as an organization. The first move in establishing these regional ministries was taken in hiring a new vice president for regional ministries. That person is Dustin Thompson. In this episode of Doing Together, I've invited Dustin to sit down with me to talk about how the new regional plan is coming together. So Dustin, welcome to Doing Together. Thank you, Danny. I'm excited to be here with you and all the listeners. Introduce yourself a little bit to people who don't know you. Yeah, well, for those of you who uh, we haven't had the opportunity to meet before, I am a 6'2", probably weigh about 230, <laughs> and uh, am losing some hair. But uh, the things you probably care about is I have the opportunity to serve uh, a local church called Generation Church as their executive pastor. I've had an opportunity to serve multiple churches uh, throughout my career with General Baptist and uh, specifically like local churches. It's been really fun. Uh, I am from Portland, Tennessee. Uh, for those of you who are listening, you probably can notice I have an Appalachian accent, so uh, that'll be fun. But um, also, I've been married for 17 years to Melissa and have two kids. You've also, you were involved in the RTF process? Yeah, that was fun. Uh, was it? For, for people like me and you. Yeah, we <laughs> we got to have lots of conversations, uh, rigorous or vigorous conversations uh, many times. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I think you and I both enjoy taking something from theory to application. Yeah. And it was fun because there was people who like pieces of that. There were some theory guys who checked out when it came to uh, documents and structure, and there were some people uh, like Andy Mathias who was a gift for the season when it came time to uh, bylaws and writing, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed getting to work with the team and with you. That's great. Um, so we, um, you came on board in back in June, late June, early July, and uh, started working with us in this regional um, ministries um, position. Um, so why, and we, we asked this question multiple times through the interview process, um, so tell us a little bit about why you think that regional ministries is something that's important for General Baptist right now. Yeah, I think it's extremely important um, because really it's about cultural contextualization. Um, one, now, this is where sometimes you can be a little intimidating because you're really smart. Oh. Um, but like anytime I talk about the Bible around you, I'm like, oh, man, I hope I get this right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, to me, like John 1 is a really impactful verse for me. It's like this um, prologue with John's gospel, and he really sets up this 
idea of Jesus leaving a culture and coming to a culture. Um, like it's really powerful for me because it shows like this intentionality of reaching people right where they are. Um, and I think that is the beauty of what regional ministries, both in theory and as we start to walk it out in application, is trying to do. Like we have the we have the opportunity to serve people from all th- all different types of states, different cultures, uh, different subcultures in America. And then when you go outside of the country, like it gets really interesting. Um, and so this idea of how can we take not just not just the gospel. I mean, I think that's important as individual Christ followers, but that's really not the goal of General Baptist Ministries, in my opinion. Where we're here for the church, how do we take inspiring, equipping, resourcing, and contextualizing that to churches right where they are? Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of what we're trying to do. Yeah, so that we are able to not, um, it's, we're not universal in the way we approach things as churches. We we tend to do things as our individual region does them, right? Yeah, you know, I've been using this phrase a lot in our conversations, <clears throat> similar but different. Right. Um, you know, both with my opportunities with General Baptist Ministries over the long time of volunteering, my opportunities with uh, local churches getting to do mission work and and even just building relationships, you get to see sometimes we have this idea of church always looks the same. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the next town and your mind's blown. Or right. you go to the next state and you're like, what do you mean this is socially acceptable here? Like there's some times where I'm like super uncomfortable and then it's like exactly what they do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> me and uh, Pastor Mark and some other people from uh, Landmark, we got to go to Mexico and it so cracked me up with what we would consider charismatic church in America and whatever label, you know, we put that into. And then walking in and be like, oh, this is totally different. Yeah. And totally natural for them. Right. And that's where we have to figure out how do we reach across these differences with the things that we have in common. That's right. I've been able to visit with a lot of General Baptist churches in my time being here in this role. So like in 2021, I was in 74 different General Baptist churches. Wow. And um, this year will be 40-something by the time we get to the end of the year. And I've been like one week I'll be in a church that is... Uh, maybe a generation, right? And the way that you guys do do worship there, the way you guys you know do your ministry there, and then I'm the next week I'm with a church that's down the end of a gravel road in the back back of Missouri over here somewhere, and there's just a few folks there that are faithfully sharing the gospel, and people still being saved in that context. They're still doing the work of the church, and I get to kind of experience all that, and it's it's a it's actually kind of amazing to watch. And I think that's what's so that's what's so refreshing when we do focus on our similarities. Like we do have the gospel, but then we also have things like encouraging people. Yeah. Like that that really transcends style and place, um, networking, like building relationships. And then when we understand that that the place and the local culture is a flavor of that, man, then it becomes so diverse and so beautiful. Which to me really is reflecting what the gospel and what heaven's supposed to look like here on earth. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so as we as we begin to kind of work through the regional ministries and kind of develop some of this stuff, can you kind of map out for, for folks, what is it that this regional ministries is, is supposed to be doing? What is it that's supposed to be accomplishing? Yeah, for people who have been around General Baptist for a while, like you've probably lived in a mindset of really like us and them. It was us on the local level, 
I know it was them and Poplar Bluff. Um, and some of what we're some of what we're trying to reset is that's really always been a false dichotomy. Um, we're trying to really embrace this idea of like we are us. Like all of us are a part of General Baptist Ministries. All of us are a part of this bigger thing that we're trying to do together. Um, and one of the ways we can do that is the regional ministries is trying to serve almost as that missing link, that link that truly is standing in the gap between the frontline soldiers who are advancing the gospel daily, uh, where they work, where they live, where they play, and then this resource arm, this this encouraging and networking arm uh, that is really doing what really can't be done on the individual level uh, and being there for the individuals. So one of the ways that we're doing that is we're trying to introduce this new level called regional coordinators. Um, so if regional ministries holistically is trying to help contextualize uh, who we are as General Baptist Ministries to the local church, it happens in each region through a regional coordinator. So we're working really hard to find people who have a specific skill set, people who have both a pastor's heart, a little bit of an administrative gift, um, and really just a desire to network both with people, but specifically be a link networking people to each other. Right. Um, and so, you know, the goal is we're working toward being able to roll that out as fast as possible. Um, and once once that piece comes into effect, then we really start to see the intent of the restructured task force, this idea of how how are we meeting people right where they are? How are we creating service regions that help people in their local context? Yeah. There's been a lot of, probably I think a lot of folks have maybe talked more about the the regional uh, establishing of the overseers, mm-hmm. which is the governance part of the regional stuff. But what we're talking about with regional ministries, this is the this was like the real meat and potatoes of why we're doing this. Yeah, I think right? I think people um, because when we did think about General Baptist with the us and them mindset, that piece that was supposed to sort of stand in the gap was the Council of Associations, uh, and there was just some limitations with that. Um, so one of the things I think when people hear us trying to solve the limitations, which really were communication, service, networking, partnership, um, they miss that piece, or it's easy to miss that piece, and easy to drift straight to the what about the accountability part. Yeah. And so we have figured out a way to leverage uh, the regional structure to help fill overseers who ultimately hold you as the president accountable. But really that's other than the voting mechanism of how that happens, that's really not in my purview. Um, you know, I do get to work with some really great people like the overseers chair and you, um, but really our job with regional ministries, myself and the coordinators to come, really is how do we take what is available at a national level and help people to realize how they can uh, take advantage of that in their church. Like the the whole time there's been great opportunities to do missions, great opportunities to mm-hmm. plant churches, opportunities to see your church go from struggling to thriving in whatever cultural context or style uh, or flavor that you like to do church. Uh, that's been there, but it hasn't always been easily accessible. Yeah, And so one of the things that, that I get excited about being a part of this team is that you're leading with this fresh wind, this fresh vision of we exist for the church. And personally, it lines up with my individual missiology of like, that's the whole point. Uh, the whole point of leaders is to try to be not just for my local church, but for God's universal church. Yeah, that's great. We've, uh, whenever the thing, one of the things that I talked about visiting churches, 
um, I said 74 churches and 21. I just would, I pointed out to folks, you realize that that means that if, if you want me to be able to touch with every one of our churches, that's going to take like a lot of years. Right? That's going to take me 10 years yeah. to go and visit all those churches. So we've, we've got to st- strategically build out a system that allows us to engage with our churches in a more natural and more effective way so that for General Baptist ministers to be connected with a local church doesn't mean that I have to do all that. It's not that I'm going to stop going and visiting churches, but we we need to be able to kind of spread the spread the love. Well, and I think this is one of the things we appreciate in different sectors, but so many times it's hard to process when it comes to like our national network. Um, I love being able to go to a store locally without having to drive, in my case, in Tennessee to Nashville or to Atlanta. Like, I don't want to go to Atlanta at all. Um, like, I like the idea of the stuff being local. Uh, that was an Atlanta reference to traffic, not the people or their food. It was talking, you were talking to Carl Nichols, I know. Well, you know, <laughs> Carl's actually a really good friend of mine. Uh, I have some great stories. For nominal fee, I will share any type of blessing in <laughs> the story that you would need to know about Carl. Um, <laughs> also, he probably could share some about me. But, you know, so when it comes to the business world, we like businesses to be close to us in proximity. When it comes to services, um, healthcare, for example, we like them to be part of something big so that you know it's credible, but also local so that it could serve us right where we are. Right. Um, and then some reason that's really hard to grasp when it comes to uh, some of these national uh, church both, it's hard for us to always get that the church is really close to us. Yeah. Uh, and I think that is really what we're trying to, in some ways, just remind people. I don't think General Baptist Ministries ever wasn't for the local church. Yeah. It just sometimes I think maybe there was this communication disconnect, uh, service disconnect, maybe even the way you get those resources. I think that's some of the things that we're trying to be more intentional about underneath of uh, the new direction you're trying to lead That's people right. to. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you, if you've been around some folks that have worked here in the ministries over the last several years, over the last decades, I've, I've known those folks and I've been in conversations with them and I know their heart for that exact thing. So um, it's really about being intentional around it in a way that makes sure that it's clear to everybody that that's what we're doing and, not we can't replace the local church. Um, we can't replace the commission Jesus gave to the local church. We're not, we're not a church. I, I I don't I don't pastor a church here. That's not my role. I'm the head of a of an organization, right? That that helps churches. That's for churches. I think that's been one of the mindset shifts that myself and some of the pastors that we've hired in GBM General Baptist Ministries who are still one foot in the local church is that it is different. Um, yeah. It's the, the, the equipping looks different. Um, and it's, it's also some of the beauty of it. Uh, yeah. Some of what makes this as a new opportunity on just on the, the personal level, it's a, it's a new challenge to be able to serve organizations instead of just serving leaders and people. Yeah, it's great. Um, so what are some of the possibilities that regional ministries, what are some of the things that regional ministries are going to be able to do specifically for churches? Yeah, so my brain works a little bit different, and sometimes uh, if we haven't got a chance to meet, it gets me in trouble a little bit. <laughs> um, 
I got several buddies who uh, they're really good musicians. And when you play in an electric guitar not plugged in, like if it's in tune, it sounds good, but it's still sort of weird. But man, when you hook that thing up to an amplifier, like it takes something that's already there and it just takes it to a whole nother level. Um, and one of the things that I'm excited about with both myself and this team of regional coordinators is it really amplifies the ministries that we already have, the ministries that we've been doubling down on. So how can we take this context, this concept of we help churches plant churches and amplify that by bringing the resources, the connections and networking right to your local church? This concept that we are a sending organization that we've always been, like one of the big histories with General Baptist has been that, you know, we are a mission agency. Mm -hmm. And how can we help bring that right to the local church to help them go from being uh, a, a church that's there to being a sending church? Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, we really have been shifting the focus inside of headquarters or General Baptist Ministries with this idea that there's this huge mission field re revitalizing churches. Yeah. Um, yes. I know just in my context, I, I am a part and have been a part of what some people would call a modern or contemporary churches for a while. Um, but for some reason, I've got some buddies on the traditional side who still hang out with me. And so I've gotten this broad opportunity to hear that sometimes what easily gets missed when we talk about mission is the church that Man, they've been in the they've been in the mission field. They've been laboring for seventy five, a hundred. Some of our churches, what one hundred and fifty. I was at a, a Hal General Baptist Church a few weeks ago, celebrating their hundred and ninety ninth. Okay, so like some legacy churches yeah. for sure. Um, and how can we take some of those churches and help re uh, reignite the passion that's always been there in a new way, even a new generational context, and help revitalize them or um, one of the things that you've been really focusing on here lately has been the what seems like a, an absence of leadership development. Yeah. And uh, so as we look at one of the new missions that General Baptist Ministries is rolling out with, um, you know, the vice president for church health, um, man, that really is a huge opportunity. So one of the things that me and my team have the great opportunity to do is just amplify amplify these missions that are already there and bring them right to our local churches. That's great. Um, so you talk a little bit about um, the the regional, like some of the nets and bolts of this. So we're talking about regional coordinators. Um, we're also are doing regional events. Yeah. Um, so talk about what the, what the regional events, what, what, what do they bring to the, to the table here? Well, it is, it is really, it is really cool how we have the, the opportunities because a lot of us are pastors. Uh, like I joke around uh, on our local context to generation, and you know, basically we're event planners. We do in our context, we do fifty events a year, um, and in some ways, that's some of what we do here at General Baptist Ministries. We're providing these opportunities for people to come together so that they can uh, achieve a desired outcome. And you know, the summit has been great. I remember. I, this is actually ironic. My very first summit was the one that it shifted to. So I never got to be a part of the old GA days. Uh, but I did grow up in a church that had business meetings. So I sort of get the idea of a three-day event like that. Um, but as the summit has progressed, there's some things that it can do very well, and there's some things that, like, it just has some limitations with that size of an event. So it's been really fun being able to take a look at what do we offer, and then how can we almost – uh, reverse engineer it to what is the desired outcomes of that? 
And yeah. so as we talk about, you know, the holistic national summit, this uh, family gathering event, that was also a huge opportunity for you as the president to inspire and cast vision and people to network. Um, those are some things that that can do very well. But what we've learned is we are different. And there's some things that might get dropped at a national event that is a very good thing in a specific culture mm -hmm. or a specific uh, missional context or style, stylistic context that doesn't translate to everybody. And I think, you know, there are stories of success of people taking that stuff and changing their church. And there's some stories of people taking it and imploding their churches. Um, so a cool thing that we're able to do with some of these regional events is how can we offer a training piece that people do want, um, you know, still encouraging and inspiring and networking. Um, a big part of networking is people who are right there in the same culture with right. them. So how can they be um, how can they be equipped through the lens of where they already are? That's good. Yeah, we're trying to look at the summit over the last couple of years, and instead of focusing on training at the summit, we kind of you know refocus the summit directly on inspiration, engagement, networking, like you said. Um, and that this last summit, I think we did that came out in what we did at the at the summit. Um, people that, you know, coming out of it, they, the feedback that I got was that that was what resonated with people and being able to bring training, bring resources to a local context makes a lot of sense. Uh, so at the time of this recording, we're in the middle of rolling out these regional events. Yeah. You and I just got to be a part of the very first one, which is both uh, historic and scary and yeah. sometimes just push a ball and see what happens. Um, but what was really powerful is several people that we've gotten to know and do ministry with. I got a really good friend, Pastor Brian Burris. He led a breakout, and he was walking people through pastoral burnout. Yeah. And it was really cool because that that conversation would have been different with 100 or 200 people in like a super session or whatever compared to a more intimate setting where it wasn't just here's some theory, but Brian was able to like take it to another level mm -hmm. or – uh, one of the one of the events that we just recently held was in uh, a region that has some more uh, some of our churches are more aged there, and there was a a lady that I just recently got to meet, Miss Jenny, who she led a next generation breakout, uh, which which is not uncommon, but usually that's somebody who's super hyper, they've had way too many energy drinks, and they're like twenty five and and bubbly and all this stuff, um, which all that is great, but that is not who Miss Jenny was. Uh, so Miss Jenny was able to culturally relate with people in that region right where they were. And that's the power, I think, of what we're trying to do. Yeah. I, feedback I got was that she just absolutely knocked that session out of the park. And yes. Gave some folks some really great things to take back to their church to implement. On a personal level, like so many times we, we put labels uh, of who other people are or who we are. And what I found is like just an opportunity to get together and hang out with people. And you can see like what we have in common is so much strong, so much more strong than what we have different. Um, I got to sit through a breakout with, uh, with pastor Mike Warren and man, like I was taking notes to take back to our church about care ministry and, and some of the structure and stuff they did. Um, I think that's another powerful thing. If all of us will have the mindset of like a lifelong learner, like these are huge opportunities for us to, Get better together. That's great. Get better together. That's a that's a good line. It's almost like we've heard that before. I know.
So um, can you uh, talk a little bit also then about uh, the things that we've, we're doing the, the regional uh, events right now, but what are some things that are coming down the pike for regional ministries? What are some things that people ought to be looking for? Yeah, uh, I think the biggest piece of this whole new ministry really is the regional ministry. Um, an easy way to sort of frame that up would almost be like a, a regional champion, mm-hmm. somebody who's standing in the gap for you as a local a local pastor, a local church leader. Uh, it could be a, a deacon or an elder or a small group leader. Um, something that something that I think that piece is going to bring to the table is you just know that you've got an advocate and you've got a communication channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know some of the people that we've been having conversations with, these are these are well-respected mm-hmm. leaders, uh, some of them a little bit younger, some of them a little bit older, uh, really different cultural context, different stylistic context, uh, but people who have a heart for their land. Yeah, um, I think that's like a huge piece to this. Of course, we're going to be rolling out uh, some regional events. Uh, a phrase you may have heard in the past is regional summits. Uh, we're sort of labeling these as four events because we are... Adam- four is an F-O-R, not F-O-U-R, four. That's where that Appalachian accent goes yeah. into. Uh, the, the idea that everything we do is for the local church. That's right. And so just reminding people, uh, even in our uh, vernacular and branding, that we are here for the Tennessee River region. We are here for the Southeast region, for the Ohio Valley. Um, and so those events are going to be huge for everything we've already talked about. Um, but I'm a big fan of collaborative work. And so some huge things that we have that will have a regional flair uh, and will probably be a portion of what regional ministries does as we amplify the other ministries is we're developing something called the Church Leadership Network, mm-hmm. um, an opportunity for us to develop leaders and help uh, provide at least tools that people have the option to do something with. Uh, and so there will be national events and there will be some local regional events. Uh, we've already had some uh, marriage events. We've already had some organizational leadership events. Uh, we've got a spiritual renewal event that has already happened. There's some great, some great things there, but there's also missional opportunities. Um, a lot of us are familiar, familiar with church planning, but so many times it's really either we're the church that sent or lost a leader or we're the church that somebody wants uh, finances from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I found is when you can be, when you can be the church that walks alongside these new churches, it's almost like when you bring a kid into the family, uh, there is an energy that comes to you, your church, your network. Um, and so trying to just, in some ways, put people's hands into other people's hands and let's just see what we can do together. Yeah. Uh, same thing with, with missions. Uh, I've had the opportunity to go with Pastor Mark, uh, the vice president for global missions, several times. And it's fun to see his passion in his culture, where he's, you know, he's contextualizing culture in a totally different way. Um, but being able to continue to even take some of the regional philosophies we're learning stateside and then run them through this global filter. Yeah. So I think, I think one of the things that we'll get to see through regional ministries is really this blurring the lines of what General Baptist Ministries really looks like. And I think it's a, an exciting thing. Yeah. You, uh, you're talking about the church planting and the engaging locally just by putting a region together. We've kind of uh, we've seen 
like one of our recent church plants there in Oklahoma, they got like a whole new family because of it. Uh, out of the home missions, the Ozarks folks uh, recently went over and like a group of uh, several of them went over from Ava, uh, Sandy Church, uh, from Nixa Church. Bob Comer led that group and uh, uh, Van Menzies, it's pastor over at Eastside there in Springfield, Missouri, I, I saw was there. Scott Williamson from uh, Willow Springs was the, was with the group, and they had just a whole group of folks from that area going over and spending time in Arkansas because they're over in Oklahoma because they now have a regional family and they're in you know putting themselves out there for them. It's pretty pretty amazing to watch, and that's not something we had to facilitate because they they just they saw that as a natural regional way that they could connect. Well, and you know earlier we talked about how. We're, we're not a church. We are more of a Christian organization. But it's fun to see in our ministry when the similarities of the church drift into it. Yeah. You know, like so many times there's this mindset that the church pastor or the church staff have to drive everything. And there's these beautiful moments when something just organically happens, when somebody doesn't get saved at the altar or at a church service, but when it's a gas station interchange or... Um, something, a gas station exchange of the gospel. Or uh, I was in a small group just this last week where I had a teacher who was telling me about how stressful the job is, but then immediately said after class she had a moment to share her faith because the student interjected the question. Mm -hmm. And, like, there's those beautiful moments at the local level, but there's also when we, when we see them, these beautiful moments inside of General Baptist Ministries where really— we didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. We just created a system that allowed the gospel to do what it does. That's right. And man, that's such a powerful thing. Yeah, it's it's great whenever we get to recognize that we get to do God's work. We don't have to do his job. Yeah. You know? Honestly, like even just as a leader, that's one of the most freeing things. Uh, I remember uh, there was a season in my life where uh, it didn't quite go the way I thought it would go. And I would always hear this Bible verse, you know, uh, this is where you're intimidating. You know, one person plants, <laughs> one person waters, uh, but God makes it grow. Uh, yeah. I think Paul waters, Apollos planted, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not the Paul primary plants, teacher. Apollos waters, and God gives the increase. First Corinthians. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm the financial guy at my church. <laughs> but the uh, there, there's this thing. If that's true about the increase, then why do we feel like we have to be the one to do it? That's right. And, you know, some people may need to hear, sometimes that's true about the decrease, that, like, we're scratching our head and feeling this pressure. Like, I've done everything I know to do. And sometimes we're just a part of a bigger story. Yeah. Yeah, Paul's point there, he talks about we are God's, we are God's field. We're not Paul's field. We're not Apollos' field. We're God's field. We're God's building. We're God's church. Right? Now, I think that's really true with who we are, that ultimately this isn't, Dr. Danny's ministry, nope. or this isn't Dustin's ministry, or, you know, what's sometimes hard to process, this isn't the individual church's ministry, that we truly are partnering together so that we can see God do something mm -hmm. through all of us. It's it's amazing to watch. I, I'm I'm excited every day to see what uh, the ways that General Baptist churches are just doing what God has called them to do, where they're at, and us just getting to like come alongside and, and watch that happen getting to connect like this, we get to hear more stories. You know, that's one of the things more that we've been able to engage, even at a regional level, we get to hear more about what people are doing in that particular place. And it's 
it's encouraging to be able to see them do that with one another. I've, I've, I've enjoyed that to no end. It's probably my favorite part of my job. Yeah. So, so how can, uh, how can churches engage with, uh, with, within the region? Uh, do you have any recommendations there? Yeah, I think, I think the first step would be most of us already have some type of established network. Um, I think, Something uh, a friend of mine, uh, Pastor Preston Owens, we've been joking around a lot about is this concept of organizational narcissism. Like all of the attributes of a narcissist just inside of a church. Uh, And this idea that sometimes we do think we can do it better by ourselves. Um, But God's really provided most of us with somebody that we're already connected to. Yeah, I would just encourage you, a very first step is to reach out to them. Like, not to do life alone. We tell people in our church this all the time, and then we'll walk out of the building and go, we'll go eat by ourselves, we'll go home and hang out on Sunday night by ourselves, and we'll see somebody at the store, and we'll try to ignore them because they're going to ask us that tough question. Um, God didn't design us as church leaders to do life alone either. And so I would encourage the listeners right wherever they are to lean into a network. Like, there's some truth to you can't share everything about your life and your ministry with some people inside of your local church you have to share it with somebody. And so lean into what you already have. Maybe you're a person and you're new to a specific region or a specific church or mission field. This is where your local association or us with regional ministries can help you get connected with somebody. Um, you know, actually every every vice president we have inside of General Baptist Ministries is an active pastor as a church, an active pastor at a church. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you've trained and you've been a, you've been a, a pastor and an interim pastor for probably more than the uh, the churches you visited already this year. Um, like we can help people make those connections. Uh, so like that's that's an easy first step. Uh, another step is part of that organizational narcissism is sometimes we feel like we've already got it figured out. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the things that I just become more and more aware of the older that I get. Is like, man, like, I, there's still so much I don't know. Um, and every time I think I got it figured out, like, culture changes. Mm-hmm. And then my church minus my church mindset and philosophy has to adjust because culture is always adjusting. So I would just encourage people, lean into these training events, uh, lean into the regional events, lean into uh, the church leadership network. Like, that is specifically designed for us to help better equip them as leaders, part of that is as Christ followers. Uh, so those are a few ways. Uh, if you want to do some some mission stuff, like I would encourage you, like that's a great way to get engaged uh, with your region. Um, maybe you haven't had a church plant in your region for a while. Why not now? Why not there? Why not maybe even even you or somebody on your team? Uh, maybe you haven't been ascending church. Like there's some great new opportunities that Pastor Mark is going to be rolling out soon. There's some legacy mission fields that we have and institutional ministries. Like there's all of these ways that you can get connected, but at the end of the day, we all have to take a next step. And even, even in this partnership, there's next steps to take. Yeah. Um, one, of the, one of the things that the Bible teaches that, that we talk a lot about at my home church is that God desires obedience greater than sacrifice. Like sometimes we know what we need to do, we just need to do it. And so I would encourage people, like, let's not do life alone. Let's take a step. Let's get connected. Let's truly do more together than we can do by ourselves. Yeah, very good. Well, Dustin, thanks for uh, joining us on this episode of Doing Together. Yes, sir. Thank you for the opportunity to both uh, be a part, share a little bit, and uh, 
ultimately, thank you for allowing me to be a part of executing this new this new day for General Baptist. Glad I was able to find a unicorn, you know. Hey, they're, they're hard to find. I know. All right, thanks, man. Want to thank Dustin for joining us on this episode of Doing Together. If you haven't already done so, I want to invite you to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're using to access our content. And also ask that you just leave us a review. It helps other people to find us when you do that. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you on the next episode of Doing Together.